try not to overcomplicate things and bring that simplicity back to your days and take 30 minutes a day. Like really that is, that is all it is. But if you create like that sacred practice of having a few conversations a day, I guarantee you in a few months time, it's going to pay off. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome to another episode of Level Up. Katie here. I'm with Daniel. Hi. Hi. We're annoyed with each other today. We're doing this on a couch again to go <laughs> to go with our our New Year's words and 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 uh, new approach to the year of amping up our our podcast, our podcast equipment and whatnot. Yeah. Exactly. It's this is this is the one week that we will excuse ourselves and apologize in advance for not being on video. I feel like this past week has just been a blur with the kids home and I'm sure those that are in our audience that are in a similar position with the kids. It's it's been tough to get started like strong for the year when your kids are still home. <laughs> well, we've gone back to what we're used to, which is locking ourselves in a bedroom. There's a large dog lying in front of us who at any moment will jump up or try to He opens doors now. We've learned that over the course of the winter break, so he might if you hear a door opening, it's not one of our kids, it's the furry one. <laughs> but yeah, this isn't quite a studio. This is back to like we we started this 150 episodes ago. This is like back to episode two or three mm-hmm. equipment wise. But the sound when we do it this way is typically better. So I'm excited to to hear our audio. Yes. So anyway, enough of that. Welcome. Hope everybody is having a great start to their year, regardless if they have kids home or not. Um, if they don't, if they do, then I feel like this coming week is the week that things are going to start happening. You're just, you're assuming people with kids, we paint this picture that the people who have been home with their kids are like, I mean, you are No, all. I'm not saying you're dying. I'm just saying that you're probably not able to get as much accomplished business-wise as you might have thought. Business-wise, yes. That's but, what I'm saying. I'm saying business. I'm not saying probably, family. There's probably people out there who have some of their goals that they've achieved this first week with their family. That's true. Now I feel like a horrible mother. I don't, because that was never one of my goals to begin with. <laughs> wow. Oh. And I'm not a mother, so I, I, I feel hey. like a horrible father. All right. Cool. Well, today what we are talking about, ironically, is starting 2023 strong and how to get started in your business in the strongest way possible. Business. Business. B-I-Z-N-I-Z-Z. So, yeah. I, we can i mean we can go back and forth this is going to be another one of those us rapid firing is that what we're doing are we rapid firing some things i think we're going to come at this differently which is good yeah like our words so yeah let's go let's do it um so i can get started if you'd like yeah unless there was a preamble unless there was a i'm if only you guys could see me (laughs) I'm I'm such a I'm such a controlling piece of shit. I'm well aware. 
because we're doing this on Katie's phone. You can have it back. I just took it out no, of her take hand. It, take it. I really don't care. She's, she just, I don't know what this is going to sound. It's probably going to sound spectacular when we play this back. But I keep like talking into the back of her hand and then she's talking into the back of her hand. And I've got this like interviewer mentality where we've got to hold it up to the person who's speaking so that it picks That's up. That's what I've been doing. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you hold it. You let your hand fall asleep while we talk. My hand is is wide awake. Okay, so, so I know you love a preamble, so go ahead. No, I don't. I'm, I'm good with no preamble. I was just I was getting all like OCD'd about the microphone. <laughs> this is why. This is really. It doesn't even matter about quality. This is why we need like our equipment to be upgraded. Yes. So that we can be in like separate places and yeah. not annoyed by our little nuances. Because this is like. Yeah, when it comes to this stuff, I'm so OCD. It's ridiculous. All right. But anyway, so as we were, so you're going to kick us off with one of many little isms that we can go back and forth with to allow people to ensure that the plans, which we've been talking about for the last month and the things you've put together for yourselves and are ready to hit the ground running with and your word and all the things actually take shape, take off, are successful And when we're doing this talk next year, you're going to look back and say, holy shit, 2023 was exactly what I wanted it to be and so much more. That's right. That's my preamble. Thank you. Thank you for that. So the first strategy is just making sure you're setting your day up well so that you're avoiding distractions, number one, and number two, that you understand the flow of your day. We've talked about this a few times before in that mornings are generally times where things aren't as crazy, clients aren't calling you as often, you're likely not going on as many showings during the weekday in the morning, sometimes you are, but if you can get the work done that you want to do uh, within your business, so working on you know the the back end things that you want to get done for your goals, but also you know the reach outs and like you making contact with potential clients, that's a great time to do that. And then kind of transition afternoon to more client stuff, um, being out there doing showings, that kind of stuff. That's just a suggestion. I mean, it, you could structure your day any way that makes sense for you, but I think it's really about taking control of your days and making sure that you are in fact getting done the things that you want to do um, that bring you back to your goals. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we talked about this a bit. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, or maybe it wasn't even on our podcast, but <laughs> about this, the way a day makes the most sense. And I think that is pretty universal in this industry. Like you're right, there might be one-offs, but I think that way that you've broken it down seems to be the way most people should look at, or at least identifying, can I make myself set times and set things I want to get done at certain parts of the day every day so that I've got some direction Mm -hmm. in what it is that I'm doing? Yeah. And can I eliminate the distractions when I am putting my head down and doing some really, you know, like focused work that I want to do? So take away your phone, like turn it off, do whatever you need to do, because it makes such a difference if you can take 30 minutes of uninterrupted time and you're just solely focused on the task at hand, you'll get it done and you'll feel good after that. But we all get distracted with the dings and the beeps and the rings and all that kind of stuff. So try to avoid that as much as you can. Cool. Cool. I like it. Let's go. Shall we continue? We shall. All right. I'm going to open with a softer one. Okay. Not Are you some... going to be softy and I'm going to be hearty? I'm, co- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be softer than usual today. I feel I like you are. I feel like when we were writing down our list. This, well, because I, I, I can't limit myself to, to, to hard. 
<laughs> if I, if things are too tangible, then I don't talk enough, and that's not good. <laughs> so, but I think the, okay. the, the this is this is actually something that I read, and it's not a direct quote. I don't think from anywhere, but I liked it, so I'll paraphrase. But as you approach the year, I think, and this might not work for everybody, but I think it's really helpful to have a build mentality rather than a fix mentality. Okay. Let that more. sink in for a second. Yes. Did I just slur? Wow. My I, my voice just got away from my brain and I said something and I didn't hear my own mouth. <laughs> what that was, do you mean? That was really weird. I I'm not, we're not going to edit slur. that out, but I, I think I said what I meant to say, but for a second there, I just didn't hear myself. <laughs> that was really weird. It was like I pressed weird. mute in my brain, so, which <laughs> that's how I think so most confused. of my... Anyway, um, no... Uh, the idea being, I think a lot of people, especially when you talk about like New Year's resolutions and all the things that go with that, you're trying to repair something that's been bad or that needs fixing mm. or that's gone wrong. And by all means, that's part of what your annual plan is. And it might be part of what your 12-week plan or your word or all the things that you're putting forward for the year are meant to do is to address something that might have been a shortcoming but now that you're implementing these things, your mindset needs to be on what you're doing, not what you're fixing. And although there could be parallels mm. between the two, I think that's a real difference between a positive and a negative mindset. Because mm -hmm. when you're fixing, mm -hmm. you're, you're saying something's wrong with me that I need to make better. Or something's wrong with my business that I need to make better. And it's possible and probable. There's always things that could improve and things that you're learning from. But now's the time to go out there and do the things you're setting out to do rather than address the things that are shortcomings. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like that. So I think that that's, it's a mentality thing. It might not change the actions you take, but it changes the way you look at why you're doing them. And I think that you'll be more excited about doing them as you're going forward and, and doing them in a positive way rather than a sort of pseudo-negative way. Yeah, I mean, I think, that takes a little bit of pressure off as well cuz typically when you're trying to fix something it's you feel like you're you're kind of you're down on yourself already cuz you've done something wrong that you need to fix and then the activity of fixing it can be yeah like you feel a lot of pressure to do that to make sure it's done right this year yeah well i think it's the difference between the planning and the doing like mm -hmm. we spent our planning time figuring out what didn't work out, figuring mm -hmm. out what we didn't get to do or wanted to do. Yeah. So it was more a balance between positive and negative. Right. Now it's like, okay, we've already addressed that and we built the plan. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to focus on the, to some degree, we still have to focus on the why because that's a big part of getting us to do what we're going to do. So it's not that you're not thinking about the why, but the why is no longer because this didn't work last year. Mm. I think it's entirely about what the outcome is meant to be and what the goal you set for yourself is because yeah. that allows you to just look forward instead of backward. Mm -hmm. Nice. So that's my first fluffy wow. approach. You're soft. You're soft approach. I'm soft. Um, okay, so next one to, for me is just really getting back to basics and bringing things down to its most simple level in terms of getting business because we tend to really over 
exaggerate what is required to get business. And at the end of the day, it's really about conversations and relationships. And if you can just, as part of your daily routine, make it a goal to reach out to, you know, whatever's feasible for you between two and five, maybe people, new people, um, social media wise, just kind of starting up conversations. Uh, it gets easier as you go, but that's ultimately what's going to get you the business. So yes, we want to focus on making our systems better and our CRM work better for us and, you know, really practice our listing presentation and all of that kind of stuff. But if you're not having conversations with people, you're never going to get the business. And so you're going to have a really great listing presentation to present to no one. So really try not to overcomplicate things and bring that simplicity back to your days and take 30 minutes a day. Like really that is, that is all it is. But if you create like that sacred practice of having a few conversations a day, I guarantee you in a few months time, it's going to pay off. You heard it here first. That's a guarantee. That's a Katie guarantee. Right there, no money back. (laughs) We need like a like a seal that has like your face on it. The Katie guarantee. That's right. Well, I think you're right though. Like we talk a lot about how a lot of people who have been sort of in the bubble of the last few years, especially people who joined the industry in the last few years, Mm -hmm. who have had it quote unquote easier. Right. It's real now, and in a lot of ways, is reverting back to the tried, tested, and true fundamentals of just having relationships Mm -hmm. and making some effort beyond automated lead gen and putting up a post once in a while. And if you build it, they will come. doesn't work that way when there's 80,000 realtors in our backyard. Yeah. Right? And I don't care where you are listening to this. There's lots of competition in every market. And to the communicator goes the spoils. So Hmm. I made that up. And it doesn't really make a lot of sense. (laughs) But I made it up. Okay. But yeah, I agree with you. Why, thank you. All right, softy, let's go. All right, should I stay soft? Uh, sure, why not? Um, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give an obvious one that it's just building on basically what we did last year is having something to guide you. You sort of talked about from a timeline and from a planning perspective, but we picked words. That's one approach that we take every year is something that kind of guides the way we live out our year. If it's better for you or makes more sense to have like a mission statement or something like that, that really condenses everything you're trying to accomplish in the year into some sort of focus that you can evaluate everything against. Mm -hmm. I believe that that is a way for you to make quicker decisions and sometimes come up with the answer to questions when you're not entirely sure of what you should be doing. Because a lot of what causes us to delay and um, distract ourselves is when there isn't a clear answer and it's easy to not do something because you don't know what the right thing to do is. Mm -hmm. So having something that guides you as a concept or a word or a statement or whatever, I think is a practice that if you haven't done it already, try to have something. And it might just be for your business in general. If it is something like a mission or a vision statement, have something that defines what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And that should help with, as you go through your day to day, being able to accomplish that. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. For me, also, I'm going to double a couple up, double up a couple of mine um, in just the types of communication strategies you can have with your database right now. 
Um, obviously, there's a lot of confusion about the market, but I think there's a lot of opportunity there to be that source of information for all of your clients. But you don't know what information that people need or the questions they have if you don't talk to them. So it goes back to my my whole idea of talking to people. But a lot of people say, okay, I can talk to people. I have a database. I have social media. But like, what can I ask them? What are the things that I can say? And it's pretty simple going into, like, this is a great opportunity when you have an, a way of easily reaching out to people, first of all, to say Happy New Year, but also asking people, do you have any real estate needs over the next year? Because I'd like to make sure that I'm giving you advice and and information that could be helpful for you. So it might not be something that they're thinking of now, but the moment somebody wavers a little bit on what like an idea or a, an opportunity that they might be thinking of in the next little while. If somebody says they're thinking of moving in the next couple of years, it's probably going to be sooner. That's just kind of human nature. When somebody starts thinking about making a move, it's it's usually sooner rather than later. But And we know the itch. Like we've had yeah, the itch. The yeah. moment you even scratch the surface of anything from shopping for a house to yeah. renovating a new kitchen. Right, yeah. you It's what you're thinking about and it's on the brain. And if you have someone cheering you along or helping you along it, yeah. Multiplies that. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, but that conversation can go further. Like once you ask that question, it's like, you know, even if they say they're not interested, it's like, okay, great. Like, you know, is everything going well with the house? Like, is there any information you need any like um, referrals for, for anything that you might be looking to do around the house in the next little while? Like there's so many ways you can take it and so much value you can, you can give. Um, so definitely that is a great strategy to start off the year. Um, and another one is one that we talk about with our agents all the time. is just, you know, a quarterly market update. Just start implementing that into your communication strategy with your database. If you can just summarize the, the sales in the last quarter in their immediate area and send that to them, that's a perfect opportunity to maintain contact, be top of mind and give them value. Yeah. And I'm of the mindset that, all these reports, regardless of the way they're spun in media, mm-hmm. there's not good news or bad news. It's not that simple. It's just the facts of the market at a point in time, mm-hmm. right? And again, like you were saying, if there's if there's things people need help with, it's not always just, do you want to sell your house? Yeah. Right? Or they know people who want to buy and by giving them a report that says prices are lower or interest rates are whatever, whatever it is, the trends in certain areas, it might spur more questions for other people. It might allow you to request or, or to, to allow people to request a view that you give a similar report to people they know. It's yeah. a referral opportunity. And so I don't think when you do these reports that if you are the type who tries to sugarcoat them and act defensive with numbers, you shouldn't bother doing that. Because the numbers are the numbers and you're basically just there to make sense of it for people and to ask specific questions that may flow naturally from what you're presenting. Yeah. And I think one other thing that is going to come up in the next year are mortgage renewals. So even though somebody's not looking to move, there's definitely going to be a lot of fear from a lot of people as they come up to a renewal where they're going to be renewing at a much higher rate. And if you can partner with a great mortgage broker who could 
you know, com- like kind of team up with you and set up calls, go to coffee and have meetings with your with your past clients or with your database just to talk strategy with these people on how they should be considering moving forward. With some of them, it might be they need to move, but other people, they just need some sounds advice on whether they should be locking in, whether they should be, you know, doing a, a year maybe uh, of fixed and then kind of reevaluate at that point. So, um, you know, every person, there's not like, as we know, there's not like one way of doing things. There's all the different things to consider based on that person's situation. So giving them sound advice on that is going to be a great way for you to keep in contact too. I feel you, Doug. Thanks. All right, let's move on. Moving on. On to the next one. Let's get, let's get soft. You want to stay fluffy? Sure. Let's stay fluffy. Give me fluff. Um, this is something that I read that I really liked. Cool. So I did not make this one up. That's okay. It's stolen Sharing. from anonymous source. Sharing is caring. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Um, and it reads like this. Last year's words belong to another language. Ooh. But Ooh. next year's words await another voice. Would you like me to break that down for you? Sure. Okay. In plain English, <laughs> in plain English, you were loving every second of that. I know, you still are. I've never been good at philosophy, so okay. I kind of went over my head. In plain English, that's saying everything that falls outside of the right now should not be your focus. Hmm. Okay? Because we talk a lot about what happened or what's going to be next year. And that is part of what shapes, again, it's what shapes our plan. It's what shapes things. But we need to be able to live in the right now if we're going to get things done. Mm. And this ties a little bit into what we talked about last week about analysis paralysis. In some cases when you're thinking about, well, what's this going to do? What is the point of what I'm doing? And you don't get things done because you waste too much time thinking about future Mm -hmm. or this happened to me in the past. It's good to learn from the past, yeah. but not to live in the past. Mm. And so that's what that is basically saying is that, again, I'm kind of sandwiching your tangible advice with <laughs> mentality <laughs> advice that you just really need to be focused on right now. And right now might mean this year. So mm-hmm. it doesn't mean focus on just what you're doing today and don't think about tomorrow. But right. your plan for this year is your plan for this year. Mm-hmm. And there's goals that come out of it in next year and beyond. But if you can't get done what you set out to do now, which ties into another thing that I want to talk about after, then you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to be spinning your wheels and wondering why you didn't reach the end, right? This also ties into what we talk about, about breaking things down and not trying to throw the touchdown on your first play. Instead, right. just chunk the yards bit by bit and you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Cool. All right. Uh, okay. One thing that I've heard a lot of people talk about, but it's the whole idea of right now, there's a lot. Okay. I mean, obviously, we know there's a lot of agents out there, but a lot of them, especially if they haven't been consistent or working at this on a full time basis, are likely going to take a step back on their business generating activities, on the investment they're putting into advertising, whatever it is a lot of people are taking a step back. And so seeing this as an opportunity to double up on your contacts, on you know all of the efforts that you're putting in, because it's going to get you really good results if you stick to it, because you just have to keep in mind that a lot of people are like, well, there's no point in me 
putting out a weekly video right now about the market because it just is doom and gloom. So I'm just going to wait till the market gets better. Well, if you're the one showing up and doing that weekly update, regardless of how the market is, you're going to start getting more attention from people because people have lost attention to the ones that have kind of abandoned ship right now. So use this as an opportunity to really get to work and be consistent and show up for the people that want to do business over the next year. Um, Because I think there is a lot of opportunity out there. And I think a lot of people are going to lose out because they're not putting in the effort right now because they don't see the point. Absolutely. Go where people are not. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to work. Well, I mean, don't go everywhere where people are not. (laughs) Don't like sit in a dumpster and hope people are going to come to you. But... (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, that's where people are still buying and selling. Like, we yeah. can't say this enough. Just because a market is up or down doesn't change the fact that people are transacting in real estate. Mm-hmm. And it is super difficult to restart your engine if you've taken a month or three or five away from things. You don't just get to press the on switch again and yeah. have your, your contacts ready to go. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, I agree with you. Thank you. You're correct. Mm. All right. On to the next one. (laughs) Accountability. Preach. Accountability. (laughs) Hit me. Preach, brother. You need someone or somebodies, lots of people. You need folks to keep you accountable. You are doing what you can to keep yourself accountable, and that's great, and I'm very proud of you and good on you for doing that. But you will do so much better If you have whatever you want to call it, an accountability partner, a coach, someone you work alongside, a mentor, whatever it is, colleagues, teammates, whatever, who know what you're working towards, who understand your goals, can give you feedback and can also give you a kick in the ass you need when you slack off. Because when you don't have that, you're counting on yourself to pick yourself up and not every day is rainbows and butterflies for us. Or sunshine. Sometimes not sunshine. Rarely is it lollipops. That's true. Good so points. so go out if you don't have, just yeah. build that network and I'm going to double that up by rather than taking another point. And also, like we've said many times before, detox your own social circle, mm-hmm. professional circle of the negative energy. Because that is not helpful. It pulls you in the wrong direction. We won't dwell on why people might be that way, but you know who they are. You don't need to write them out of your life unless you feel that appropriate, which is fine with me and might be the best move. But definitely when it comes to your professional activities, if people are a negative influence on you, that's different than people giving you constructive criticism in your best interest. Mm -hmm. So really take a look at who you're surrounding yourself with, the things they are or aren't saying, and pick the right people to surround yourself with that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think you'll be better off for it, is my yeah. closing statement on that. No, it's it's so true. And it can be very easy to get wrapped up in things that just aren't important or things that really don't serve you and just being honest about the relationships you have about wanting to surround yourself with people that just consistently encourage you to keep going and to keep getting better. Um, Because if you're not surrounded by those people, it's just easy to be very status quo. And, And people like that will tend to get frustrated or upset at you if they see you wanting to improve 
and that can make you feel bad and not want to do it. For, uh, and, and it's really tough typically to tell the difference if you've just got people who are neither one way or the other. Mm. I think now that you've conceivably got a plan, hopefully, if you're in place with something that you've put in that you're going to be going forward with now, it's okay. Like historically, I'd say there's people who are super positive who can also be a bad influence on you. Mm. If it's people who are pushing you to do the wrong things and aren't willing to be able to tell you that sometimes you're not doing what might be in your best interest, but assuming you've put yourself in a position with a plan that you've taken the time to establish is what you should be doing and what you want to be doing, the positive energy is only helpful now mm-hmm. if people understand what that is and share that. Share your goals with these people. They have to be people who you trust and there's enough of them out there who just want to see others succeed. Those are your real friends and colleagues, right? They're not the people who just say what you want them to say. Yeah. Or do things to obviously like hurt your feelings. Those are not good people either. Yeah. So that's, that's right. all. Choose your people. I choose some of them. You're my people. <laughs> um, okay. My last one is just about getting more into video. And I don't want to switch anybody's focus at all because I think it's <laughs> – Um, important to stay the course, but I think there's a lot of opportunity with video and whether or not you like being on video and talking, there's a lot of different ways that you can approach this and kind of come up with a strategy that makes the most sense for you. And the one area that I think has a lot of potential for people, especially those people that don't enjoy being, you know, talking on video is just property tours. Um, number one, because there's not a lot right now on the market. So when a listing is out or when there's a a tour of a a potential home, um, you, it's very likely you'll get more attention because there's not a lot out right now in terms of inventory. Um, I think number two, it will get you more comfortable with video. And number three, everybody loves a good tour of a home. Everybody wants to see like the behind the scenes or the inside of a a house that might be in their neighborhood or a really beautiful home. So obviously you got to take a look at what your focus is and what your niche is. But if you're looking to focus in on a geographic area um, or a a particular type of property, maybe maybe condo buildings, um, content is so easy if you can get permission to share people's listings and do a quick video of the home you don't have to be in front of the camera you just have to be behind taking pictures and or video and you can do like a voiceover too after the fact um and so you can have a little script and you know make it easy on yourself don't torture yourself with putting yourself on video if you absolutely hate it but it will help kind of ease you into it because i think obviously this is where things are going like people want to do business as we know with people they know like and trust and the best way to do that is through video and when people see you on video or talking on video or whatever it's the it's the easiest way for people to um develop more trust and 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 feel better about doing business with you right on Ironically, this is our first episode in a while that's not on video. <laughs> yeah. And ironically, this is something, I mean, and again, it goes back to like, I, you know, my, my word this year is intention and I've been going hard on video and I've kind of taken a bit of a pause the last few days. I mean, I know that sounds a little ridiculous, but I feel like <laughs> I'm at a loss. Hours. Yeah, no, but, um, 
again, like, trust me, so coming from somebody that has been going through the struggles myself, it's really about identifying does, where do can video fit into my plans and my goals for the year? And if it doesn't, there might not, like, you know, maybe not, maybe you don't have time to focus on it now. Maybe it's just, you've got too much going on and that's totally fine. But if there is an opportunity, um, connect it to that versus just going out and start putting out videos randomly because you'll find that it just starts to consume you and then you're really going to be on a bad path. So connect it back. If it's something you're interested in, I think it's a great way to just develop yourself personally, but also build your business. Yeah. Agree. Thank you. That's all I got. I know I was, I I was going to build on it, but I would have just been repeating all the things you said in different words, Mm. which is just dumb. So, okay. I'll, I'll close with one last thing, which is just about slowly, but surely redefining and building a strong set of habits for yourself. Make yourself understand, and this ties to sort of your timeline or or planning your days and things like that. Understand what you need to get done and what you need to really systemize in order to, yeah, we're we're both kind of chuckling while I'm talking because our dog was just, let's just say he was cleaning himself (laughs) right in front of us. Yeah, now he's looking, he's smiling, he's proud of himself right now. That's a habit of his is he likes to clean himself in front of his parents. It's a good habit. But anyway, just have a mechanism to understand the things you can start to put into a system for yourself and slowly but surely start blocking those in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you now need to say, here are all the habits I need. I'm going to start them right away because we know how that works. Habits might mean doing something consistently. Habits might mean not doing something consistently, right? Or identifying bad habits that you have and eliminating them. So all of these things we've talked about can be mixed together, I think, to help build the way that you will approach your year and you know approach everything you do in your business going forward. Hopefully it was helpful to you. It was helpful to me listening to your things. And me, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make myself, I'm gonna make some videos tonight. Oh. oh boy, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if the audio just picked that up, but our dog just made some sound. Farted. Oh wow. That was very airy. This is and now, <laughs> and now he's and now he's the opening door. the door. Right before the end of the episode, he decided to open the door, clean himself, air out, and open the door. Well, that is a great way to end the episode and to reinforce the fact that we need to rebuild a studio and some equipment that works better for the way we record our podcasts <laughs> because sitting next to each other on a couch with a smelly dog doesn't always do it. No. But we still got the point across, I hope. Hopefully. Yeah. All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. Have a great week. And feel free to reach out anytime if you need anything. Take care. Later. Bye. Level up, 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 level up,